transfer PG on the map for Wales. He's flirted with the wrestler Adrian Street, and he'll make a song about anything. From Wirral, Merseyside, UK, meet and greet Don Woods. So, a very good day, everybody. It is the 16th of August. Here in Spain, we've had a very, very hot weekend. Uh, Around about 42, 43, that sort of uh, degrees, which I believe uh, will also be quite hot for uh, Don Woods, who is on Wirral Merseyside. And is he uh, basking in sunshine or enjoying a bit of rain. Let's see. Morning, Don. How are you? Morning, Vince. Yes, a bit of both, really. It's uh, been cool. Uh, certainly, you know, it hasn't been hot by any means. Just nice. Suits me fine. A um, bit of rain here and there, which uh, you go out in between it, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's just normal normal weather here. It's uh, When you look at the news and everyone else frying you know it's it's very strange because it's 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 just normal here normal you know late august weather really well i've got to say uh, if i really had a choice i wouldn't be enjoying the heat that we had yesterday because um, you'd go outside and the wind would blow and it was very very hot even in the wind and then uh, around about 5:30 6 o'clock the wind really did blow up strongly uh took um the sunshades over the top of the garden wall and um created mayhem out in the street no unfortunately uh this time of the year this part of spain uh gets very very hot and gets very very windy i think we're still on red alert and of course that means the fire service has got to be on red alert and people are supposed to be um, uh, cautious, but I mean, you get the odd fire raiser who uh, actually goes out and causes a problem. I'll never understand that, Don. You know, those sort of people. I just, um, I can't, I can't register anything in my mind about how stupid people can can be to want to do that. Well, yeah, they've got nothing else in life, have they? It's, it's a sort of be noticed I suppose they've got nothing going for them at all so you know I'll go and light a fire he 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 but you see everybody's different you know I've always said this there's no two people the same in the world and that's why they, they, they try and make laws for people and you know only a percentage will will, will realise that what their laws are for and how, the, how they're useful they are and other people see them as laws. Oh, we're not getting told what to do. We'll break the law. And yet that'll never change. But people who start fires, and it's like people who, who, who go on um, the internet and, and insult people. And, and you know, it's their big moment because they've got nothing, nothing down for themselves. They're just a waste of space and air. You know, that's the trouble. And uh, the big moment is to criticise a, a black footballer. You know, uh, so that's their big moment because they've got nothing else. Well, know? of course, I uh, you should feel sorry for them really because a lot of them don't do any harm. You know, they're just they're just pathetic. Well, talk, know, talking about people doing harm, though, uh, we've just had this terrible incident in Plymouth 
where uh, a guy turns around and shot his mother and then, um, you know, killed other people as well. And now they're finding that the police actually gave him his shotgun back three weeks ago um, after an incident. I mean, really, uh, it just beggars belief. You know, you'd think it would be the hardest thing in the world to get hold of a shotgun. And if you've got a blemish on your record, you'd expect that to mean that you don't keep it. Um, but mm, I'm afraid the world really is a different place at the moment. Having said that, we have had these incidents before. I mean, Hungerford was one that sprang to mind. Uh, and, of course, um, the one up in Scotland uh, where Andy Murray was in, sc- in his classroom uh, with his classmates. Ah, another terrible thing. So, yeah. you know. The thing is with this, you see, it's only a one-off incident in this country. I know it's terrible, but you see, with guns, see, they say, oh, well, farmers have to have shotguns. I don't know why. You know, guns, you should be in a gun club to have a gun, and the gun should be left there. That, to me, that would make sense. To, to take a gun home with you, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. And whoever gave him the, the uh, licence back, I think, is going to be in big trouble. You know, I mean, it, it's some jobs worth probably oh yes i've decided you know he can have his you see that's the problem you know you get people in in charge of things who haven't got a clue you know like mm-hmm. councillors you think oh he's a councillor he must be clever he's an mp he must be clever no you know they're not half of them are thick as two short planks you know and, and but people see it that way you see, it's the way it's put over because people fall for it all the time. You know, the, the majority of people, as I say, we're a nation of followers here and they just believe what they're told, you know. Or oh, this great new MP who's going to change the country. You know, they're, they're nothing. They're nothing. They're just the same as everybody else, you know. Mm. There you go. Okay, well, talking about people who are just the same as everyone else, um, we grew up, obviously, being given the uh, the opinion or the... Uh, the news that there's a very special family that behave themselves and they're exemplary and we all uh, look up to them and of course Prince Andrew is not exactly hitting the headlines for the right reasons is he? Oh yeah off we go again with Prince Andrew Uh, hopefully this time he'll keep his trap shut and won't arrogantly wander onto television and, and uh, have an interview and make a complete idiot out of himself, which he is. Um, uh, yeah, the girl, some 17-year-old girl, uh, or she was a lady when, when she was 17, suddenly remembered that she was sexually assaulted by a millionaire Prince Andrew. Suddenly, suddenly remembered after 20 years, whatever it is, you know... It's a joke. She was 17, which is underage, apparently, in America, you know, because they've got to be different to everybody else. And you know, that's it, you know. So, so he's, he's now uh, denied it, but he should keep his mouth shut. You know, the, the last, last time this happened, he went on television and it was just a joke. You know, someone should tell him not to wear that top hat on a on parades, looks like a bucket on his head, but I'm not a fan, you know, the Queen is fantastic, she's never put a foot wrong, I feel so sorry for her, you know, and she's had her loss, uh, and she carries on, 
She's a wonderful, wonderful lady, an example to them all. But that family, you know, with the exception possibly of Princess Anne, who, who, who's, who seems to be all right, you know, the rest of them, they're a joke. You know, even Harry's a joke now, isn't he? The lot of them, you know, I haven't got any time for them at all, really. It, it's, it doesn't affect me, you see. But, um, yeah, headlines, you know, Prince Andrew, should be interesting to see how this comes out. But it's amazing how these... These girls, the memory is fantastic, isn't it? How they can, oh, yes, that's right. 20 years ago, he sexually assaulted me. And um, all her solicitors agree with her. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, pathetic. it's pathetic. Well, it, it is, but you, it is understandable that somebody at another age wouldn't have sort of wanted to remember it anyway because I wouldn't have thought it was a moment to be proud of. You know, at the end of the day, uh, there was some sort of sexual hanky-panky took place. Uh, but, of course, we remember the likes of uh, Princess Margaret and um, Lord Snowden. And, you know, she was off to um, uh, all these uh, wonderful exotic islands and uh, enjoying the high life and everything. Andrew was the same. He was called Randy Andy, wasn't he? So, yeah. you know, there is no reason why we should be surprised at what's happened. Uh, in what, get, what gets me with it all, mate? I'll tell you what gets You know... I, 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 women are wonderful, you know. They're, they're they're wonderful, but they get the they get led again. You know, blokes will look at a at a girl, an attractive girl or a woman, you know, of of, of a proper age, and he'll fancy her. He will he will think sexual thoughts. That's not my opinion. That is fact. You know, a straight guy looking at a, a, an attractive girl will instantly think. Of sex, you know, in, in, in which at which at whatever level, that's what that's what it's been like for millions of years, and that's what it will be like for another million years. As I said the other week, we were feeding pigeons, my mate and myself. We had a bit of bread on the pram, and you and the, and the male seagulls were chasing the, the the female seagulls all over the place. That's how it is. I'm not saying it's right, but that's how it is. You know, and, and women don't seem to see this. I was watching something on the telly last night which really got on my nerves. It was um, uh, Robert Palmer singing Addicted to Love, mm -hmm. and they had those beautiful models all looking the same. You know the one. I remember the video, one. yep. It was great. And they had this woman came on. Oh, you wouldn't get away with that these days. You know, get away with what? You know, well, having having said that, Rob, but Don, having said that, when you, you know, if she said you wouldn't get away with it, the rappers are getting away with it on every rapping song. Yeah. They have all these white women now, um, you know, black women as well. Uh, but I mean, they do have a lot of white women who are making sexual sort of gestures during their sort of rapping, uh, it, which is a scene which really does it really doesn't do much for me so much so that I wrote to the Prime Ministers I've written to Margaret Thatcher and I wrote to David Cameron and I copy and pasted the words of the rapping songs and they're absolutely disgusting and quite frankly uh, this should have been jumped on many many years ago uh, you can't have your cake and eat it either you want people to behave properly and thereby, thereby you've got to put in the blocks to the people that are trying to 
do uh, and make things happen in another way. The fact still remains that if this is true, and it was a young lady that was sort of brought to this house uh, so that uh, Weinberger and the uh, prince and other people uh, can sort of have a, a, a bit of promiscuity, um, then really the years and her memory doesn't really worry me, me too much. I think really um, it's just the fact that in the past, most, as you say, most young men have got something that they would prefer to say, well, you know, that was the past, forget it. And unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, uh, we didn't have people pimping because this is what has gone on. At the end of the day, that's the word it would be used to a commoner. Now, if it has been and is proven, then obviously, where is, where is it going to lead us? Uh, because oh, really... Does money solve the problem? Well, it wouldn't affect us here, would it? Because she's not underage in this country, you know. And and why why was she there? What were her, where were her parents? She's seventeen. She's not a girl, a young girl. You know, she's a, a young woman, isn't she? Seventeen. And what did he do? I don't know. I mean, it, I'm not saying it's right at all. But you know, he's loaded, and he's got all the money. That's the. And she's obviously doing it for the money. I think one of them time, didn't he, that she was working in a in a, in a restaurant. <laughs> oh, I won't say that song. Uh, and she was getting about five or six dollars a week. And this guy was giving her two hundred dollars a week. And that's what she did. You yeah. know, uh, which there you go. Well, it's high you class. Know. It's high class. Uh, we sh if we use the word prostitution in its broadest sense, it doesn't necessarily mean that you know you go to the ultimate. But at the end of the day. Um, if you knew what you were taking on, then uh, you've probably... Well, look, look, I'm sitting in judgment, and I shouldn't, because quite honestly, um, I just think the only thing that annoys me is the way uh, people in a certain position think they can do what others shouldn't do. That's the annoying thing, uh, yeah, just because see, it's Prince see, Andrew. Again, you see, she, she he sexually assaulted her. You see... Rape is a different kettle of fish. You know, rape you can damage. You can damage somebody. Rape a girl raping them, and that 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 should you should go to jail for life for rape. I agree to. But you know what is this? What is sexual assault now? Apparently, you know, you touch a girl on the shoulder. Oh, you've assaulted me. You know, yeah. it's got it's just gone stupid. And as I say, had she said it at the time, then fine. But it's 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 years ago, you know. Suddenly it comes out, it comes out. Oh yes, you say, and and she'll have a load of solicitors. They're all going to make a fortune taking this to court, you know. Which is silly, really. You know, to me, you know, it's only my opinion. You know, it, well, I don't think it is my opinion. I think it's right. I just think, but he's he's a fool, isn't he? The, the bloke's a fool, isn't he? It's well, especially, I mean, it, it, it's better really to have kept. Uh, probably kept a, a, a distance and just kept quiet about it. But uh, you know what journalists are like. They will push and push and push. So oh, yeah. let's yeah. go to uh, a very sad moment because I remember you telling me about a song that you'd written. And um, you tell us what it was all about then, Don. Yeah. Eunice uh, uh, Stubbs has sadly passed away. Uh, and she was 84 but I, I thought the world of her, I first saw her in about 1960 when she was on a milk advert on the television. And she was a dancer. 
uh, a, a, you know, a professional dancer. And I thought then, I thought, oh, she is lovely. And then she was picked up by Cliff Richard, I think, and that lot, and she was in Summer Holiday. And she became well-known, uh, and she was on quiz shows. And she was beautiful. She was elegant and, and, and sort of just nice. She wasn't full of herself. And I thought she was great. And she was on a program, I can't remember the name of it, where you had to guess a, a word. They were, try, they were trying to say a word and they used their hands and, 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 and actions. To, yeah, without speaking, you had to try and guess the What's word. What's my line or something like that, was it? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, she was on that. And I was watching her and, and she, she walks up and down and she's so elegant. And I thought, oh, she's beautiful. I'm going to write a song about her. And I wrote this song. I'm in love with Eunice Stubbs. And it, it just explains, you know, she's, she's elegant, pretty and elegant, and, and she's my fantasy, and I'm in love with Eunice Stubbs. So I sent this off to, um, uh, this, is, this would be in the 70s, I sent it off to a, a publisher in London, a major, and I got a, I got a reply straight away, yes, yeah, he said, we'll have this, uh, we'll sign this up for uh, off you. Uh, for six months, see what we can do in six months, which is what I used to do then, because otherwise you keep it for two years and you can't do anything with it. Yeah. So I, I said, yeah, give it a, give me a six-month deal, see what you can do with it. And she said, I always remember the girl saying to me, everybody feels the same way about Una. Everybody, uh -huh. you know, because everybody loves her. Anyway. Be my favourite lady by a mile and in love with you, the She's the girl for It didn't do anything, it got nowhere, so I got it back. So when I got it back, I thought I'll send it to her, I'll send it to her management to forward to her. And she phoned me up at home. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And she said, Oh, she said, Oh, I was so flattered. She said, Oh, and she said, When we played it, my daughter was laughing. Because it's it's so flatter it flatters me so much, and she said I was going bright red, you know, and I said, well, I said everybody loves you. I said y you're great, you know, you really are, and um, I said send me a photograph of yourself. So I've got it on the wall. Uh, lots of love to Don from Una, and she put in brackets Stubbs as if uh -huh. as if it didn't know as if it could be <laughs> anyone else. You know? She was just so sweet, and later on. Uh, I, 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 re, I remixed it all. I thought I'll redo it. It was because uh, I'd had my studio in the 80s, so I thought I'll do it properly. So I, I made a real good job of it, and um, I put it on one of my albums, which is still there. And I sent it to her again, and <laughs> she sent me a letter. Oh, she said, "What do you like? It's so flattering. This, it's fantastic. Blah blah." And I hope you hope you well and everything. It was really nice and lots of love, you. And I've got that on my wall as well. The oh, letter, lovely. you know, I thought she was fantastic and a sad loss, you know, because everybody thinks of her as Aunt Sally in a uh, Wurzel Gummidge, yes. you know, the younger people. But when she was younger, she was lovely, you know, she was. Mm. And, and what a lovely person! I'd love to have met her. I never did. I'd love yeah. to have met her. That's nice. But, um, well, yeah. So it's, it's, 
Well, now then, uh, I'm going to change uh, just for a minute or two and uh, mimic the uh, brothers who taught me at the uh, St. Anselm's um, Catholic Grammar School because they did have a way of talking. I've got to say, uh, they have this lovely, l lovely lilt with the Irish. And you're going to tell me now about Father Francis. So what have you got for me this time? Young, uh, I'm deeply dog. offended by that mimicking. <laughs> deeply offended. Oh, that's nice. And uh, mental, mentally, mentally, I nearly said mentally retarded <laughs> by that. Uh, did, you, did you know Father Francis? No, I didn't, and uh, which was why I, I really enjoyed, you know, enjoyed uh, reading about him. So yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why I said I thought you might have known him because he, he was on the circuit. He, he he used to do charity shows. He, he, I think he was a monk. I think he, he was. He had a beard, and uh, uh, as I say, I'm I'm not of the faith, so I didn't really know about him. Yeah. But Monty used to play. He made a few records, and uh, he, he used to play guitar, and he, he used to busk in the street, and uh, collect money for charity, and do odd odd uh, gigs. You know, and he was an absolute character, and uh, he, he did a song called. S Silver coins, the jingle jangle, you know that one. Yeah. And, and the church, I think he was from Chester, I think he was based in Chester as a priest. And the, the church weren't very happy about it. They, they, they weren't happy at all about him singing this song, which is about, you know, it has sexual connotations, this song. And the church were not happy with him doing it, but he did it anyway. Anyway, there used to be a fundraiser around here called Edna Noble, who was a good friend of mine, and a lady. She was lovely, and she used to raise money for hospitals around here. And I, she used to sell my DVDs and or CD um, videos as they were then, and we'd give a chunk to, uh, to her charity, and she'd give it to the hospitals, which was nice to be able to do, you know. Yeah. And she she decided to have a concert with Father Francis. In um, Bebbington, I think it was. I don't. I don't think it was Hume Hall. It was one of round there somewhere. She had. She organised this concert with him, and she asked me would I go on with him. You know, do another, do, do another spot, an, another act. You know. So I got my lad together, me and him, with two two acoustic guitars. No, th oh, did he played bass? I played acoustic guitar, and we did the spot. You know, Everly Brothers stuff, and he comes on. <laughs> Father Francis, and he launches into this heavy metal. He's got he's, all he's got a guitar, and uh, come on, come on, <laughs> he was hysterical. Anyway, he was great, and he breaks a string, and uh, he, he he said, "Can you change this string for me?" He called me up on the stairs. I said, "Yeah." He said, "I'll I'll just chat to the crowd while you you're changing the string," and the guitar. I shouted over to him, I said, where did these strings come from? I said, the laces off your trainers. <laughs> the, strings, the strings must have been about 100 years old. Uh -huh. I said, oh, I said, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put one on for you. And I said, I'll leave the packet of the others, you can have them. I said, tune the guitar properly. But what a great character he was. And I never saw him again. I, I, I don't know what happened to him. I just thought, as I say, I sent you this because I thought you might know him. You know, he was he was quite famous. You know, he was quite famous around here. Yeah. But he was funny. Yeah. I would have liked to have uh, met uh, Father Francis, but no, sadly, I would be telling a little lie, a porky pie, if I said I knew him. Now I tell you what, I, there's a there's a name coming up which 
I'm sure I recognise this name. This is um, somebody who, I think he's on telly, isn't he? Oh, Bradley Welsh. <laughs> I'm sick of the sight of the fella. Because in the morning, uh, or at late at night, um, I've started to not watch the news because the news is just lost its way here. It's terrible. Yeah. You know, the only good part, the only good news we had was when the Olympics were on and we just had half an hour of the main news. That's all you need to know. You don't have to look at people. We've got a, a, someone on to tell us about this and they're on for about 20 minutes. So I've stopped watching it. But you turn over and there's the chase. It's on all night on different channels and all day. So every time you turn over, there's Bradley Walsh. So he, he's decided to leave the chase, apparently. He, he, he's moved on. Um, I mean, the chase is well past its sell-by date anyway. It's boring now. And he's now added to his multitude of TV appearances because he's in all sorts, dramas and all sorts, um, on various channels and, prog and programmes. So he's joining Holly Willoughby in a family uh, game show. Which, uh, I don't know where it's airline tickets can be won. You know, big deal, you know. But I haven't watched it because I'm sick and tired of these, these game shows. There's game shows all the time now. You don't get any nice Faulty Towers dramas. They're all game shows. And people watch them and they get pulled in hoping that this uh, over-the-top family will win an airline ticket. You know, they get pulled in the hope. I couldn't care less. The only joy I get out of something like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is when they go for the big one and lose the lot. That's <laughs> what I enjoy. I sit back and, ah, that's made my day. You know, greedy, greedy. And they get... But, it's boring. You know, why should I care or, or it, whether somebody wins? It doesn't make any difference to me. You know, good luck to them. But, you know, I don't want to watch somebody win something because I couldn't care less. And that's what it's all about now. We have this wheel of fortune, whatever that is. Mm. And and it, it's, it's everywhere. It's all over the place, the, the, these game shows. So mm. I, I agree with you, by the way. And, in fact, what makes me even more annoyed is when are the when the questions are just too banal i mean by all means you've got to have a an odd easy one but you know when uh when you get a question which is so easy that you could give it to a four-year-old and, and they yeah. look delighted these people look delighted that they've got it right no it's just bringing uh, it's well the trouble is there's too much tv that is the short uh, the long and the short of it, that there's too much TV, and they were saying back in the 80s that the quality would have to suffer, and I think this is the example that you're saying. It's just the same thing. I mean, let's be honest about it. Bradley Walsh is very good at what he does. He's good. He's very good, but he's on too much. Exactly. You know, he's good, but there must be other people to have a, give us a change. And you see the thing. I mean, he knows the chase. It's played out. It's the same every time you see it. You know, there's however many contestants are left, the chaser then comes on and, and wipes them out. You know, every time. It, it, now and again, they win. 
But it, it's it, it's it's play, I'm tipping point. It's another one. So it's played out that the thing. Let let's have some things like the. I used to love The Office. I thought that was a fantastic series. Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And and uh, Faulty Towers. You know, and and other things like oh, you can't have things like that now. Oh, you can't have John Cleese and that fella taking off a Spaniard. You see, that's the problem. Yes. You know, why can't you? So one person says it, and everyone sort of oh, oh, we'll agree. I don't agree. People say you can't say that. I can say what I like. It's well, not against the law. Tipping. Tipping point for me is the one that just drives me crazy because you know again it's it's banal but um, okay well look I tell you what what we decided last week we would look at a song each week um, and looking at a song which uh, in particular you know you particularly liked uh, did something for you in your life so what have we got to start the ball rolling with this one. Right, this song was changed, completely changed my direction of music. This song is what made me what I am today. Don't say a word, don't you say a word. <laughs> no, this song was the utter, absolute inspiration to me. And it was rock around the clock. It, uh, up to that point, I was 11 at the time, 1956. And um, it was a, I remember it clearly. Uh, went with my pal, it was raining on a Saturday afternoon. So I said, we'll go and see this film, Rock Around the Clock, it's on the road here. Um, see what it's all about. Because up to then we were told to keep away from that teddy boy music. Oh, it's rubbish, you know. And we were, we were subjected to sort of Bing Crosby and and uh, and all that, which I I liked, you know, it was good, uh, and uh, all, all that sort of stuff. Um, of course, the BBC were miles behind the time, as always. Um, and we went in to see this film. When it came on, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. I couldn't. I actually couldn't believe the straight away. It starts off. Oh, one, two, three. And everybody starts clapping, including me, to the music. He couldn't help it. And the kids then got up in the aisles and were jiving. And I thought, this... I just couldn't believe it. I thought, this is fantastic. And then, you know, there's other stars on, on it, on the, on the film. When it came out, I was, totally, I was a totally different bloke. Totally, it completely, utterly changed me. And I said to me, pal, that's what we've got to do. We've got to play that sort of music. And... At that point, I could play a ukulele just about three chords. So my dad made me a guitar. Um, he made me one out of a kit, Spanish guitar, which, you know, I, I learned to play. And back then, we were very lucky uh, at, at, at my age uh, in the street because the girls in the street were older and they'd have these boyfriends who used to play the guitar, <laughs> and the boyfriends had come to see them, and to impress the girl, they were, they'd show us how to play the guitar. So we had these sort of fellas who were teaching us, you know, new tricks on the guitar. We were very lucky. And, of course, we had um, skiffle, which anyone could play, basically, to sort of get going, and that's how you progress. So, you see, nowadays, to, to start to try and play the stuff now, 
it's you know it wasn't like that. It's it's tricky now, you know. But rock and roll was easy, and you just sort of digress into what we did, and that's that. And I've played ever since. But rock around the clock was the one, and it it's the ultimate rock and roll song. It's it's rock and roll to me has to swing. See, rock, rock around the clock is actually a quick step when you when you want a two a one two three four one two three. It's actually a quick step. And you see, they mix it up with like some of the Chuck Berry stuff. It's not really rock and roll. It's rhythm and blues. It's jerky. Rock and roll has to sort of swing, and that got me right into it. And um, I, I was listening to Radio Luxembourg, you know, like everybody else, and it was fading away and coming back again because yeah. the BBC didn't have a clue, as always. And um, it, it, it was fantastic. The only drawback. It was when it got to the 60s, uh, an old boy was on. Uh, my dad wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I, I had to watch Dixon of Doc Green, which was uh, very annoying. So when I went to school, they're all talking about Cliff and the Shadows. But I, I knew what uh, uh, P, PC Andy Crawford was up to <laughs> in Dixon of Doc Green. <laughs> that, was, that was the only drawback. I never mm. saw old boy. But... You know, rock around the clock. I always say you had to be there. It was like a tsunami, and then Elvis came on the scene, and Little Richard, and whoa, this this wave of people. And I wasn't a massive fan of Elvis or Little mm. Richard at the time. Um, I am now, but I, I wasn't at the time. I, I, I just loved Bill Haley. When you actually, comments. when you looked at Bill Haley, I mean, he didn't really look. Uh, the sort of sullen, um, you know, uh, the, the, the sort of image that other people have had with rock and roll. You know, of no, course, no. later on they gave them these dynamic names like Rocky and Jet and all things like that. But he, he was yeah. quite sort of um, jacket and tie and a little bit of a kiss curl, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was old, wasn't he? He was older than everybody. He was a DJ, apparently. Uh, he had a radio programme. And, and his band and um, it, I just thought I saw him live I saw him at, um, on, on Allenson's in, in Liverpool and this was in the 70s um, I went to, to Allenson's Bill Haley in the comments and said we get there early get a seat and there's about half a dozen people in it had finished <laughs> people forget that after the 60s it was gone live music had finished you know really they all went into cabaret People think, oh yeah, it was. We were there in the sixties, but it was all over by then. And as I say, my band, we we got into strict tempo as well as the the rock and roll because I could see this coming at the time. And um, we got into strict tempo. We we learned all this, the quick steps and fox trots and uh, waltzes and all. We did all that so we could do masonics. We could do the two. We could entertain the old and the young at the same gig. And we were working all the time right the way through, which is um, which paid paid off dividends, you know, because mm. I was only in it for the money, as I, as I said before, and uh, that was it. But Bill Haley, I, I, I still it still stands up today that song. It's still fantastic when, when you you hear it. Everything in it's brilliant. The sax, the the the, the guitar solo. You know, it's, it's just a great record. And that that was the one that started me. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, 
10, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, rock, we're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Put your bad bags on, join me home, we'll have some fun when the bad strikes one. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, 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 till broad daylight. We're gonna rock, gonna rock around the clock tonight. When the clock strikes two, three, and four, if the band slows down, we'll yell for more. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, 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 till broad daylight. We're gonna rock, gonna rock around the clock Cool off and start a rock and round the clock again. We're gonna 